Hello, friends and listeners. This is Tasha from TMI Trending Topics for the Modern Woman. The name of this podcast, I decided to name it Pivot, Shift, and Twist. I just feel like it's what we do every day just to keep things aligned in our life. We got to be flexible. Life is ever changing, things are ever changing. No, and we just need to kind of go with the flow and be able to transition. I will say I moved around a lot in my life, especially when I was younger. That was always kind of exciting for me. I think when you're young too, I didn't have really like big roots to hold on to, so to speak. My family already was everywhere all over the nation, like Switzerland. And my mom was in Holland. Family was really everywhere. We did get uprooted a lot and moved around quite a bit. My dad was a civil engineer and a new job was calling him in another state. If it was a great opportunity and the schools were good and everything, we would go. And again, it was kind of exciting. It's like, oh, okay, a new place, new friends and everything. By the time I got to my high school years, it was a little bit daunting. I was like, I'm over it. Moved to a small town in Ohio called Mansfield and have the best friends, the best experiences. I feel like it was a great place to be and kind of settle, of course, into, you know, myself a little more. And then, you know, the years after that, of course, college and all of that. With that, I've learned to transition quite a bit. It comes a little more naturally for me, but I've realized, wow, people really do need to be flexible, especially in this day and age when everything is growing and changing, new innovations, technology, you name it. Pivot, shift, and twist. I don't know. Do you find yourself partaking in that or do you find yourself staying kind of stuck? Here's just some things to think about and guide you during these times of having to pivot, shift, and twist. I think that it's something that we all do. It's kind of a natural default that we have to do. Sometimes you just kind of have to pivot. Doesn't mean necessarily you need to turn yourself around or turn the situation around, but just be able to sort of pivot, whatever that is. Could be like, oh, headed this way and there's major traffic. I need to turn and take this road instead so I make it to work on time. Just kind of pivot. Maybe you're meeting a friend at four o'clock and she says, hey, I need to push it back to 4.30. You kind of pivot. Well, what can you do with that time? You know, that 30 minutes that you have now, instead of being mad or frustrated because you were ready to walk out the door, just know that that time will come for you where you might be running late and you're like, oh, wow, I really need, you know, my friend to give me some grace and I'm running late. Oh, you know, and these are mild examples, very general, I know, but we do it constantly, constantly. So pat yourself on the back for that, because I'll tell you, there's nothing like being in that state of mind where you're stubborn and you can't get out of it, and you just expected it to be this way, and that was it, and that was the end all. But unfortunately, my friends, as you know, life isn't always that way.
shift. I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper now. Basically, shifting reality means creating a new reality for yourself. It means changing your thoughts, beliefs, and actions in order to manifest the life you want. If you are not happy with your current situation, then it's time to shift your reality. Okay. I'm sure we've all experienced that, whatever that is, your current reality. You're in a relationship you're really happy about and the guy breaks up with you or the girl breaks up with you and you're like, whoa, or you're really liking your job and everything seems to be going well and you just got called into HR's office and now you're dealing with A, B, and C. But anyway, there's some things that we can do to kind of shift your mindset, your thoughts, your beliefs, and all of that. Number one, believe that you can really change your reality. One of the most important steps in shifting reality is believing that you can do it. If you don't believe you can create a new reality for yourself, then you won't be able to achieve your goals. Visualize what you want. Visualization is a powerful tool for shifting reality. When you visualize what you want, you are putting your intention out there and sending a message to the universe that you want it. I think that's awesome. I think it's good sometimes too to have something right there in front of you to remind you, whether that's a trip that you're working towards and that's your goal to get to Holland by late fall. Maybe you put up some pictures on your fridge or on your bathroom mirror or what have you. Maybe it's a, a dress you want to wear to an event coming up and you want to look great in it and maybe you have a picture of it or what have you and you put that up. You can also put up little post-it notes with reminders and affirmations. That's huge too. Kind of feeding in that positive energy or those affirmations. Number three, make a list of what you want. This is another great way to shift and it's by creating a list of what you want. This can include anything from your career goals to the people you want in your life. Once you have written down everything that you desire, focus on the ones that are most important to you. Number four, big, 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 set your intention. This is one of the most important steps in manifesting what you want is setting your intention. And when you do that, you're putting out a message to the universe that you want to achieve a certain goal. Make sure your intention is clear and concise and be sure to focus on it daily. This will help you manifest what you want faster. And then you can also set your intentions by using affirmations. Affirmations are positive statements that you repeat to yourself and they will help shift your energy and change your beliefs about yourself and your words. So that's huge. A few examples of affirmations. I am capable of anything. I am worthy of love and success. The universe is conspiring in my favor. Everything is working out for my highest good. Those are just a few. Add yours in, you know, whatever that is. If it speaks to you, put it down on paper. And like I like to say, if it's written, it's sticking. One thing to think about, I'm capable of anything. You know, I feel like, and you hear this, but the only thing that's stopping you is yourself. 
just be you and go out and bring to society and the world what you have to offer. Variation is awesome. It's one thing we love about anything, music, art, fashion. Thank goodness we're not all the same. How boring would that be? So just keep that in mind, but you really are capable of anything. And I think it's the person that actually goes out and does it and makes way for themselves and kind of carves their path, taking action along the way, you're going to get an outcome. So don't forget that, whatever that is. And a lot of times doing the little things that you're like, oh, okay, you know, this is just something small, but it'll get me there. It really will. I feel like good things lead to good things lead to good things, but you got to put yourself out there and I need to be in a position where, you know, this can all happen and manifest for you. Belief of the mind is really powerful. In order to shift the reality, you need to be positive. And when you're positive, you're opening yourself up to receive good things in life. Negative thoughts will only hold you back your progress and keep you stuck in the same place. So make a conscious effort to be positive and optimistic every day. This includes being positive about yourself, your life, and your future. Don't expect results overnight. It's important to remember that shifting your reality does take time. Don't expect to see results overnight as it may take weeks, months for your goals to manifest. Think about losing weight. Can't really happen overnight, although we all wish we could push that magic button on the app on our phone and be like, let me lose 10 pounds. But definitely takes time. And the good thing is, is that during that time and that process, you're building yourself up and getting stronger and wiser through the process. I think sometimes when we're given things so quickly, we can take advantage of that and it kind of loses its sparkle. So having to kind of work for something and see that it does take time, I think is really a great thing. Take inspired action. And I just was talking about this not too long ago. In order for your goals to manifest, you need to take inspired action. And this is doing what feels right for you and going with the flow. Action equals result. So keep that in mind. Visualizing your success is a great way to stay motivated and focused on your goals. When you see yourself achieving your goals in your mind, it will inspire you to take action. It doesn't matter what it is. Visualize it. Say that, you know, you're writing a film and there you are sitting in an audience and seeing your name on the big screen. Anything, if you're visualizing yourself like in a new position or moving somewhere or completing that coursework that would take you to a higher credential in your work career, we could go on and on and on. Maybe it's visualizing yourself being married or having children about or you know, being really good at golf or whatever it is. Visualize. It's huge. And be open to change. And this kind of reminds me of this whole thing of pivot, shift, and twist. Look, there's change involved with that. You're pivoting. Oh, I've got to go this way instead of that way on the road to get to work on time or shifting the whole mindset of scratch that. This relationship is not going to work or whatever it is. 
You've got to be open to change and be open to what's around the corner because there's always something wonderful around the corner. Just stay tuned and keep in faith and hope, but be open to change. One of the things that makes shifting your reality so powerful is that it's constantly evolving. Things will change and shift along the way. So you need to be open to change. Number 10, let go of negative thoughts and emotions. In order to shift your reality, you need to let go of negative thoughts and emotions. These thoughts and emotions will only hold you back from achieving those goals. So you need to take each time each day to release any negativity and make room for those positive vibes. It's so true. I can be stuck on these negative thoughts and I can be like, oh, or why couldn't I replace that, that negativity with positive? What's the difference? They're both freebies, so to speak, in my big world of thoughts and things I can grab from and choose from. So why stay stuck in the negative? Why not go to the positive? I mean, how the positive is going to make you feel a lot better. Number 11, be clear about what you want. In order to shift your reality, you really need to be clear about what you want. And this means knowing your goals, desires inside and out. And one thing I love, and this is kind of related to goals, be clear about what you want. And then knowing your goals and such, it makes me think of that quote I heard a long time during our our turn of apartments is failing to plan is planning to fail. And I think it's the same with goals. You've got to devise a plan, something. If you're going to say, oh, I'm going to train for this triathlon. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. In the triathlon, I need to run, bike and swim. Okay. But you're not really planning anything. Oh, am I making myself bike every third day? including, you know, incorporating swimming and then adding in my running. You've got to have a plan to get you to that state. So that's, that's it. That's huge. It, it ends on number 11, an odd number I know, but that's okay. Lucky 11. So pivot, shift, and twist. Again, just to reiterate a few things, I think we need to be open to the changes We need to be able to shift towards them, twist, maybe all the way around. Maybe you really have to decide you're going to see something differently or do something differently. And it's okay. It's okay. I think this is a good reminder. I know we're constantly in that mode. Some professions are more about twisting and having to change your mindset or change things all the time and be flexible than others. Or maybe your life, your lifestyle, you know, your mindset, what have you. But anyway, I hope you got something out of this and that it helps you. As always, I did a few quotes. So let me share those with you. Just a, just a fun, fun little cute, cute little quotes here. Okay. Whatever you decide to do in life, make sure it makes you happy. When things change inside you, things change around you. Six months from now, you can be in an entirely different space mentally, spiritually, financially. Keep working and believing in yourself. 
or mindset can either propel us forward into our dream life, keep us in a state of happiness and gratitude, or it can keep us in negativity and paralyzed state of spinning our wheels. The choice is yours. If the plan doesn't work, change the plan, but never the goal. And that is unknown. You've got to win in your mind before you win in your life. And that is by John Addison. Love that one I didn't jot down, but I think of often always believe that something wonderful is right around the corner. So anyway, thank you so much for being with me, listening to Pivot, Shift, and Twist. I hope that, again, this helps you do something for someone else today. Do something for yourself. That's always a good thing. And keep staying well, and we will be talking soon. Thanks. Hey everyone, it's been a while since I've done a podcast and um, it's time. I feel like it was time. Speaking of time, I'm talking about the present in this podcast. The present and how it's a gift. Um, Quite fitting, but very, very true. So um, I'm glad you joined me. And uh, this is Tasha from TMI, Trending Topics for the Modern Woman and Male. I like to say I do have male listeners and I'm very thankful for that. I'm glad you're here and um, I hope everything is going well with you. It's uh, about 10.57 here and um, quite late. I should be in bed. But for the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking about so many different things and been inspired. A part of that inspiration was a few trips back to back to Charleston, South Carolina, which is one of my favorite places ever. Haven't been to a ton of places I know, but Charleston reigned very high up there. I think it's the, oh God, the beautiful trees, the water, the homes, the architecture, the people, just everything. I don't know what it is. I just love it. I love it. Um, True story, going back a little bit, when I was first married back in 1997, uh, Dave and I took our, our honeymoon trip to Charleston. You know, you're young, we didn't have a lot of money, where should we go? And I'll tell you what, I fell in love with it then. Just everything, I don't know, it was even the stucco, the cobblestone roads, the gas lanterns, the history, uh, the quaintness of it, the food, the markets, the, I could just go on, I don't know, it just speaks to me. You guys probably all have a place that speaks to you or for some reason Charleston, is just like, it it makes me feel alive. So anyway, uh, honeymoon there, life goes on. Um, 
you know, end up having, you know, two children and, uh, you know, friends along the way, life along the way. And I'm going to tell you a little story. So I should kind of back up or, or tell you what this is about. Basically, this podcast, I hope, wraps up and sums up a lot just about like where we are today, what got you there. Um, obviously, we all have a past and I think keep moving forward. You know, you live your life and you have experiences and it brings you to the present. Um, but anyway, I don't know. This is kind of sounding mumbo jumbo. But basically, uh, during, well, I wanted to go ahead and speak about this because something happened a week ago and it, it's all very fitting. I know I'm talking in circles, but anyway, I thought, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about this. This isn't necessarily like advice for anyone. This isn't, I don't know, maybe this is a little bit more about me. Selfishly, I'm going to talk about an experience that I had and hoping that you may draw something from it or maybe find it relatable to a time in your life or an experience in your life or how you view things. Um, Hopefully you get something out of it, but it touched my heart and enough for me to feel like I, I need to express it. All right, so let's go back. So Vincent was eight years old. Vincent is my oldest son. Um, and then Nico was probably around five. Gosh, I hope I have these, these ages right. I had a dear friend named Terry. She was married to Garrett. And I met Terry because when Vince was, gosh, maybe two, I applied for a job at Baby Gap. This is in Columbus, Ohio. I wanted to work a little bit, get out of the house and um, be around adults a little more and hey, get a good discount for Vincent Baby Gap. Nothing wrong with that. And so a girl named Terry interviewed me and ends up hiring me. Terry's young, she's married to Garrett and um, really cute couple. Garrett was an avid cyclist. They end up moving to Charleston and um, unfortunately there was a tragedy Uh, that happened to Garrett. Again, I said he was an avid cyclist and Garrett was the type of guy, didn't know him very well, but the type of guy who was so smart, so kind, very athletically talented. Uh, He would, uh, you know, ride, cycle in the Wendy's Classic, which was a uh, cyclist race in Columbus. It was actually in Grandview. And it was a big race that happened every year. And I remember Garrett was in the race. I think my husband at the time, Dave, was at work. Terry and I went shopping or did whatever we did. And then, you know, we get back and we're all going to hang out and go to dinner and then play games. And uh, you would never know that Garrett won the race because... He just never boasted that way. And Terry had to kind of get it out of him. Like, Gary, Garrett, how'd you do? Oh, yeah, okay. And would not even say, oh, yeah, I won or whatever. Just so humble. But anyway, Garrett was truly a gift of a person. And flash forward, I don't know if it was a year or two or how many years later, but... 
I don't think too far from that time, but uh, Terry ends up calling me with some really awful news. One evening, it was probably 10 o'clock at night, and tells me that Garrett got hit while he was on his bike and he died. Wow, it was like a shocker. Um, I, I don't know, time just stopped. Uh, Dave and I went to his memorial uh, service. And then years later, a few years later, years later, Terry did remarry and she stayed in Charleston. And David and I did go to her wedding. You know, she always wanted children um, and she was moving on with her life. Never forgotten. Garrett, never forgotten. Um, and I feel like Terry was just wonderful how she. I don't know if you want to say embrace, but the whole situation with just such honor for Garrett, but yet still honoring her new marriage to Ben. They ended up having two children, a boy and a girl. And, um, you know, life goes on. Now, let's back up. So when that happened and they lived in Charleston, I remember Terry saying that she advocated with the mayor of Charleston and, um, city council, et cetera, et cetera, to do this in Garrett's honor, which was to form a shared like bike roadway space for the cyclist in memory of Garrett. And they were going to call it Wonders Way. Garrett's last name was Wonders. Um, that is what ended up happening. It's magical. think they did a walk or a race I thought they did every year uh in Charleston but but I could be wrong so Terry and I kept in touch through the years but then her and Ben moved around quite a bit but then they were in Pennsylvania for a while we still kept in touch but then I moved and things changed for me obviously but always kept that like in my heart my memory of Garrett um and of course Terry and I you know continue to be friends So flash forward, flash forward quite a few years. Unfortunately, after my second divorce, which I did not expect to happen, you know, life goes on. Vince goes to college, Nico's starting college. I'd always really wanted to be down south, deep in my heart, and um, wanted to go back south. I didn't know where, didn't know if it was Florida. Loved the Carolinas, wasn't sure if it would be the Carolinas. My sister... Uh, Roxanne lives in the Carolinas with her family. Um, She's in Wilmington. And I always thought it was beautiful there, but I just didn't know where do I want to be. Job opportunity presents itself um, back in 2021. And I decide to go to Charlotte. Never been to Charlotte. Always heard good things. And when uh, my boss, who ends up, you know, hiring me, says, hey, You're three hours from your sister and the beaches pretty much. And you're two hours from Asheville, the mountains. What's not to decide on? I had my boy's blessing. I wanted to be in warmer weather. I was close to my sister. My nieces went to school nearby as well. My boys said, mom will come visit. And hey, Ohio's not a far drive. So I took the chance and I went. I've really enjoyed Charlotte. I've met a lot of nice people. It's been great. Um, I was uh, dating somebody and maybe three months in, we decided to go to Charleston. Now remember, I had not been back since we celebrated 
Terry's wedding and marriage to Ben. And that was in 2006, I think, if I'm right. So it'd been quite a few years. Here we are going, what, 2021. Go back to Charleston. It's even more magical than I remembered. I just loved it, had the best time. It was amazing, okay? Didn't really think about the whole bridge thing and Wonders Way because we didn't go over to Mount Pleasant and I just, it wasn't so much on my mind, right? Then I get asked to help out at the Charleston property maybe a month ago. And I say, sure, I'll go. I, I'm in a student housing. I work for a company named Hugo. We have several uh, student housing properties nationwide. And uh, one, uh, one of ours happens to be in Charleston. So I say, sure, I'll go. So I go, I stay in Mount Pleasant. Um, I have a really enjoyable time. I love working in Charleston. And um, it was really great, really great. Even stumped on a really cool restaurant in Mount Pleasant that uh, is like an oyster bar restaurant named Nico. And uh, went there and enjoyed it a lot. Thought of my son, of course, uh, both of my sons, because we would go to uh, the Pearl a lot in Columbus and we always enjoyed that. We like getting oysters. So anyway, work there and that's it. Go home, bam. A week later, have a girl's trip where we plan to stay in Mount Pleasant and, you know, hang out in Charleston, go to Isle of Palm, go to Folly Beach. Everything's great. Go have a great time. And of course, going across the bridge, thought about it and wondered why I never saw a sign for Wonders Way. Wondered why. Wonders, wonders, wondered. Okay. Anyway, never saw it. So I'm like, that's so weird. I wonder what happened. Did they take the sign down? The bridge even looked different to me. I don't like bridges really. I do not. I think they're beautiful, but I, I don't know. I have a fear of heights and I don't know. Sometimes my balance is off and bridges just uh, don't make me too comfortable, but it's a beautiful bridge. And thank goodness it's a short drive over, you know, uh, to Mount Pleasant uh, from Charleston or vice versa, but still I don't see the sign. And again, the bridge is looking new to me. And I'm like, did they take down the sign? Why haven't I seen it? But don't see it. Get asked to go back to Charleston the following week. I decide, sure, I'll go. They need me to be there a few days. Stay in Mount Pleasant again. Yes, I visit Nico again. The restaurant, it was great. Um, you know, worked my little heart out. And then the night when I was coming back from dinner uh, or going, going to the hotel from dinner, I legit no joke don't mean to but take the wrong road and I end up on the bridge I don't really see well at night I don't like bridges and I'm like Ugh. and I'm like literally so mad I'm like why but I just thought Tasha go over the bridge at least it's short turn back around go back over the bridge you'll be in Mount Pleasant and you can get to your hotel and I'm just trying to keep a good attitude which I normally try to do so I get over the bridge. I'm in Charleston. I turn around to get back on the bridge. And lo and behold, what do I see in front of me? A big green sign that says Wonders Way. Kind of getting tears in my eyes. And that night I was like, no, no, no. I just, I'm kind of in shock because I don't know. Everything is just so like full circle and come together. You know, I'd always wanted to be back uh, to visit Charleston, to be in the Carolinas, what have you. Here I am 
in Charleston, um, seeing that before me. It's a special piece of my heart going over the bridge. The bridge is beautiful, even at night, lit up and everything. And oh my gosh, the cheesiest but like prettiest sweet song was playing. And I remember thinking like, this is crazy. I saw the sign. I went the wrong way. Like God meant for this to happen. I've been thinking about Terry and her family. I know they moved to California. I'm driving over the bridge, listening to this cheesy song. But is this what life's about? Like, do you all have that where sometimes things just make you go, huh? Okay. It's fitting. Something's in the universe. I don't know. I don't know. So it it just really meant a lot to me. So anyway, driving over the bridge again, I'm kind of scared, but I've also got like a lot of adrenaline and I get over to Mount Pleasant and, you know, head back to my hotel feeling really peaceful and also happy. And then knowing that I really want to speak to Terry. I really need to speak to Terry. But the one part I left out, whoo, I should pause for a minute, um, is that real quick, while I was having dinner at the restaurant, this lady sits next to me with which, what I think is her husband, who I think is her husband. Come to find out, the woman is from Ohio, a town, I don't remember the name, but not far from uh, like Akron, I believe. It's actually her brother that she's sitting next to, and she comes to visit him all the time. Well, well, I shouldn't say all the time, but definitely like two or three times a year. They're super close. And then she told me, yeah, it's really sad that my husband has dementia and Alzheimer's. And, you know, I I don't really leave him. I, I don't feel comfortable, but he does have care. And my kids keep saying, go, mom, go. You need a break. So she does go and visit her brother. And I guess, you know, we were just talking about different things. And um, basically, you know, the gist of the conversation was life is so short. We don't know how long we're going to be here. We are blessed for the time that we are here. You know, make each moment special and magical. And half the stuff that we worry about or that we're like, I don't know, judgy about, opinionated about, have an attitude about. It's like, really, why? Why can't we just embrace all the good that we have, make the most of it, keep trying to do better, but also just, you know, relish in the moment, in the relationships, in the time that you have. It truly is a gift. You know, you think about this sometimes, or, or I don't know, do you think about this sometimes? If something happened to you and your life would end tomorrow, would you have been happy with what you were focusing on, you know, the day before? Uh, did you waste your time, you know, I don't know, being stressed, being in a bad mood, um, copying an attitude, uh, being ungrateful, you know, not maybe doing what you should be doing or what you want to be doing, living your best life, trying new things, going for that, that dream that you have because it is so short. So anyway, after talking to her, I just felt so heartfelt. She just was saying how blessed she felt. And then she added in that, you know, she has on camera, she can see like what her husband's doing, you know, if he's, you know, reading a book or watching a show or laying down. And she said, oh my goodness, whenever I seem to look at the camera, I realize that my daughter's there or my son's there. Wow, how loved and blessed he is. 
and what a gift that was, you know, that is to her. And it's just so true. It's like, what are you spending your time on? And, you know, there's a lot to be said about life being a gift. So, um, again, I don't really have a purpose to this podcast, but I just hope that it makes you think about, you know, what you're spending time on, what you're dwelling on. Is it worthwhile? Does it bring you joy? Does it fill your tank? Do the people that you, um, you know, hang around with or surround your life with, do they fill, fill your tank? So I guess I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to uh, mention a few quotes like I always do. There's just a couple here, nothing too crazy, but, um, you know, maybe it'll make you think about some things uh, or look at some things differently. So here we go. Life is a gift. Wake up every day and realize that. That's true. Life itself is a privilege, but to live life to the fullest, well, that's a choice. And that's by Andy Andrews. And I love that. Um, This is a little bit longer, but if you'll bear with me here, pause. Slow it all down. Pause from your full calendar and long task list. Take a moment or 10 to simply be, to remind yourself that this is life right here and right now, to reacquaint yourself with your pulsing heart and your incredible body that allows you to do all that you do, to remember that life is precious and fragile and should be lived in love, to remind yourself that whatever is happening or wherever you find yourself in your journey, it is all as it is supposed to be. And that's Nikki Bonas, Walk the Earth. And that's really important. I was just thinking of all of that and kind of how I named my podcast. But um, just remember that, embrace it. Um, I remember Consuelo, my brother's wife, saying a long time ago something about, um, you know, live in the present. You know, life is a gift. You know, that's why they call it a present, like live in the present. Life's a gift. So anyway, that's that. Hope you got something from it. Um, Hope you're doing well. Do something for yourself today and something for someone else. And um, until next time, thanks again for listening. Take care.